Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. SuperValue Online Shopping delivers convenience. And now with 15 euro off your first online shop over 75 euro, we deliver value too. Shop from anywhere on any device and have it delivered at a time that suits you. Shop online now at supervalue.ie. All things considered, it's SuperValue. We're back. Hour number two. Tony's coming this downstairs from uh, from upstairs because he was trying on his jacket from uh, from Dominico's. He just got the new uh, now. You like the it? new shiny now, shiny this is coat a sneak suit. Preview. You know, like the Super Bowl halftime entertainment. You don't know what Adam Levine's going to wear. He's probably going to take his shirt off and show all of his stupid tats, and then all these chicks are going to say, "Oh, Adam Levine." What, what? Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the. Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He can benefit from a push-up more than he could from another tattoo. Seriously. Is he not ripped? No! There's a difference between being ripped and being skinny. He's skinny. He looks How do you hungry. Know? How do I know? Because I'm ripped. He's not. Have you seen him naked? No, but I've seen him shirtless, and he looks like a 12-year-old boy. No. That's he a looks like a 12-year-old boy. Look, there is a difference. You're an angry young man, yes, Eloise. I'm a, thir- a grown-ass man. I'm a 37-year-old man about to be what? In three years, I'll be what? There is a difference between being toned he's and not, being ripped. He's not toned. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He he's thin. He doesn't. He's not flabby. He's I don't tone. care what he is. I hate. I maroon five socks. You right? do not. I couldn't Shush care less. Shut your mouth. Christian, you like maroon five? No. See, everybody knows they oh, suck. I'm the only one. Except like tween girls. People are commenting on the fabulous. I've got jacket. it now. As I was talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. This is what I'll be wearing at Super Bowl week at one of the big parties. Michael Irvin is going to be jealous. Michael Irvin's going to say. What he said to me in San Diego many years ago, which I can't repeat. But if I could, you would be impressed what Michael Irvin called me in a car driving to San Diego wow. years ago for a Super Bowl. We Did drove it start together. with an N? Yes. He called me his... His N? Yes. Wow. His N-word. That's and, pretty special. And to special. me, that's, that's, that's stuck with me forever. There, I have never had a better compliment played, paid to me. Well, I had one. Day, watch, watch. Someone called me a hate-the-face guy. That was the best. Come on, hate man. The face. I hate the face guy. You're a stupid sports talk radio for like the past gazillion I've never years. Heard hate the face. You know what a hate the face guy is. No, I don't. I know what a um, 
I that's like I'm like the, I'm in the Christian Leitner realm right there. The Bobby Hurley, that kind of a thing. I have the no idea what you're talking guy. about. I know what a these uh, guys know what hate. I know face what a butterface is. No. Everybody knows what a butterface is, right? Bill Nye yeah. says, "Mod on, look at that freaking jacket." Exactly. <laughs> Mod on is right. I'll have the white. I'll have the white glove that's getting fitted. I'll be picking that up at Magic City in Atlanta when I get there next week. Dun, 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 dun. Meanwhile, as we like to say, let's go we to haven't phones. played a meanwhile yet to break the transition. Well, because <laughs> Eric Cohn's be... now busting up the play. Have you been drinking, Eric? Do I have to get a car for you to? <laughs> I love the little hand, the little hand signal. Hey, come see, come see. Let's go to the phones, shall we? Let's go to the phones. I will have my updates. Two easy fixes to the NFL's biggest problems in less than two minutes. And Hall I will of Fame. have my ginger updates. Yes. Robin's update will not include references to any of the boils, lesions, or whatever those things are on Carson Wentz's face and neck. No, Speaking of which, not. face and neck, we have heavy breathing coming face and neck from Jim Sheltonham is on the Let's line right now. Let's go to right Jim Sheltonham. He's the official archivist of the Tony Bruno Show, who probably has tape of every one of my 30 Super Bowl radio row appearances somewhere in his basement in the Cheltenham section of Philadelphia. Jim, how are you, pal? How are you doing, everybody? Beautiful, Happy New man. Year's, everybody. Let's make some noise. Come on. Let's make some noise. <laughs> there you go. Nick Foles, go to, uh, <laughs> Nick Foles should go to the Pro Bowl this weekend. So that he could just, just for the hell of it, just grab the mic and get up there and say to all the people, "How's everybody doing out there? Let's make some noise! Come on!" Well, we, this is what we have a clip. Let's Tony have a clip for you from that same um, day. Tim Nick Foles' favorite statement he made on that at the Pro Bowl, and then the next day you came on at ten o'clock in the morning with Harry and had a remix for him. For oh, Nick Foles. beautiful! I see. See, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a spoiler here. I didn't realize you had it. But that is one of the great, yeah. great trips like down memory lane. On air at 10 a.m. Oh, let's go to the tape. Jim from Cheltenham, ladies and gentlemen. Going deep into the archives. How's everyone doing? Let's make some noise. Come on. <laughs> wow. How's everybody doing? He went all Macklemore wow. on the crowd. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Let's make some noise. The stadium's empty. Everybody's going home to go surfing. But hey, how's everybody doing? What up? Tell wow. me that's not a... Go back earlier in the year. That sounded like Sean Brace at one of those pep rallies. <laughs> All he needed was Pitbull yes. in the background. Right. How's everybody doing tonight? Let's put your hands together. All three of you left in the stands tonight. Now, who was the the? Uh, that was uh, the host. Ray Anderson, I believe, uh, okay. NFL uh, executive. Okay. Oh, yeah. Can you roll Foles in over yeah. Pitbull? I want to hear Foles Pitbull yeah. remix. Yeah. Is what we need. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Let's make some noise. Come on. <laughs> Give it to me again. Yeah, come on. Give me a little uh, Rags Montana Fat Man in there, too. Wow. How's everyone doing? Let's make some noise. Come on. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, he starts busting out Dolly. Who 
needs the Grammys when Nick Falk can grab and rock the mic and Honolulu, baby? Nick Falk should have gone Dolly. That's great. That is, that is funny. That's live mixing. Take right. that, Cascade, and all you other DJs yeah. out there. Where's Daft Punk now? Exactly. <laughs> there you go, Tony. How about a Cascade mentioned right there and some of the other great DJs? Diplo or all those other guys. Diplo. Is he the guy that died, Diplo? I don't want to disrespect uh, people who have passed away, but there was a DJ who was big and he died. Was it Diplo or is he still alive? Who's, this, uh, who's the Dutch guy, Robin, that's huge? Tiesto. Tiesto, that's right. I had some of that the other night down at uh, Cantina Laredo. It's good, man. I it go down there, they got the new mole sauce they put on the side, yeah, so it's beautiful. It's beautiful, right. Chef Brian Harmon's out there. He's, he's, he's actually doing something new. He's doing a new tomatillo sauce out there. Oh. I've been out there frequently. I might go back out there Saturday night. It's nice of you to take advantage of our uh, fine, fine friends and spots. Yeah, it's a nice jacket you got there, huh? You're the guy that went out and got seven. <laughs> Luigi goes into a place, gets seven tuxedos to go to the Super Bowl. I ask yeah. for one, but let, and but I'm, I'm taking advantage I'm of the situation. I'm not taking it, but we don't have none of that happen, right? I ordered a tuxedo online. Yep. It came in way too small. Even though Robin and I measured the whole nine, I it was know. set to go. I went to put the jacket on. It was like, you know, the coat was like half my size. So we got in a quick, I had, we had a, a big problem. We were leaving the next day. I drive up, the, I called Dominico's up. Domenico answered the phone. He's a friend of my father's. He answered the phone. I tell him, listen, I'm, I got a big problem. I need a jacket to match some pants. I'm coming in there with some black pants. I go in there. Michael's in there. He says, Luigi, anything I give you is not going to match the pants because the material's different. So then I explained to him. I got matching I pants for this jacket? No, but you do in the bags. He gave it to you. But it's not. This, it's not a. It's no, not like but the pants, it's different material still, though, Tone. Okay. Again. So he sits there. and You he, wear a black pants I let him know this. who we are and what we're doing and what's going on and where we're going. He says, don't worry about nothing. I'm going to take care of it. And he ships down a whole bunch of different stuff for us to wear. And that was how it worked. What about the other 50 times that you've gone in there and gotten stuff from him? What, for the Red Bull and the other stuff we went to? Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. We've all done that. I know. I want to be like a woman. I don't never want to wear the same hey, outfit twice. just breaking my balls. I happening? never want to wear the same outfit <laughs> twice. That's what my goal in life is, Jim. Jim, are you ready? Who do you like in well, the Super Tony, Bowl next week? I know it's a week away, but then, let's start the hype. Would you make changes in the overtime period in, in, in the playoffs? Absolutely. And I'm, in fact, I want to thank you because I want to get ready to do that right now. Thank you, Jim. We'll talk to you next week in, uh, in Atlanta. Okay, a good time. Thank you. All right, I'm ready. Jim teed me up beautifully. It's almost like he has more idea of what this show is happening than the people actually on the show. Are you out of your mind? I've segued so many things on this program. I'm talking about right now. I'm, I've been ready, Holmes. As I've been teasing. We have a clock. I have a clock. Luigi has a clock. Which I went and got on my own before he even said anything. And he will set the <laughs> clock, and we'll start it as soon as I bring you. But I need the breaking news sounder, though, because everything's breaking news now. Of course. Hold on one second there, Tony. It is... As a public service to you, the New Orleans Saints fans, the Kansas City Chiefs fans, the Andy Reid fans... And by the way, how's it going, Andy? Well, okay, don't worry about it. Enjoy the win, man. I, I will. Everybody who follows football was watching those games, not just this past weekend in the AFC and NFC Championship game, but all year long. And I don't want to rip officials. They have a tough job. But I mean, uh, you, you didn't start the clock. No, 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 no. But here I have it. Two easy fixes to the NFL's two biggest problems in two minutes or less. Start the clock, Luigi. Go. Overtime. 
No stupid college stat padding joke, which is what fantasy dorks love. The college playoff, the college hey. overtime system is, the, is worse than the shootout in the National Hockey League. It's garbage, and it means nothing. By the way, you know how you do it? Here's the answer. Overtime in a timed 15-minute quarter. No first score if it's a touchdown, the game's over. No if the first team with the ball kicks a field goal, the other team gets the ball that kicks a field goal. No. Do what they do in the NBA. Do what they do in the NHL and any other legitimate sport. Play a timed 15-minute quarter. So if the first team wins the coin toss and scores, nobody will bitch. The other team gets the ball. The clock runs. They use timeouts. They try to score. If they don't, the other team gets Thank the ball. You. And then at the end of the 15-minute extra quarter, in playoffs only, not regular season. Regular season keeps the same crappy thing. There's your answer. It's One the minute. easiest fix. No more worrying about who scores first. 15-minute time overtime period. Who's going to have a problem with that in the playoffs? Nobody. Second biggest problem I'm going to fix now in 45 seconds. The challenges have. that you see out there, you get challenges for change of possession, touchdowns, out-of-bound plays, spots of the ball, all challengeable. But guess what's not challengeable? Blatantly incompetent, absolutely no doubt about it, blown calls that could also out, out, uh, affect the outcome of the game. A blatant pass interference miss of a call. Why wouldn't you be able to stop that and go see it? Why is that not? And they will do it. I guarantee you they will do that. This summer, you will see the NFL say, okay, listen, Ten we're going to do challenges, but if there's a play, a controversial major play like that, you get to challenge it as a coach, and you're not charged to time out because you're not going to be wrong. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was on the money. Two minutes. That I was two you. minutes. I promise you two minutes. I just fixed the entire goddamn NFL in two minutes. Any Literally. questions? No. Any questions about my fixes? I hear all these slap dicks. Oh, you know, we got to do the college rules. Well, and you know, in college, where these little boys go out there, big boys too, and, and, and they put the ball at the 25, and then, oh, look, they scored a touchdown, and somebody gets credited with another touchdown and some bullshit stat that nobody cares about. How is that legitimate? How is giving a team the ball on the 25-yard line and you either kick a field goal or get a touchdown. Just kick off, man. Hey, damn right. Let's just, play the game. Just kick off. College football overtime is the biggest joke since the shootout in hockey I think, in the regular season. I think college football is the stupidest sport ever. But, but even in the playoffs, even in the NHL. Is oh, it's horrible. In the NHL, they, you know, they, do over, they do a five-minute overtime yep. and then do a shootout. But in the NHL in playoffs, they play 20-minute periods. You play the full period. Yep. Right. And guess what? We've seen games go three, four, five overtimes. And guess what? Those guys are actually busting their asses more on a hockey rink in their shifts than NFL players. Right. The only players busting their ass in the NFL as far as aerobic problems are wide receivers and defensive backs who have to chase guys every play. Every right? single play, yes. I'm not saying the guys up front aren't exerting energy, the blockers and stuff. I'm saying that the guys who have the most exertion are wide receivers and defensive backs. On every play, yes, because they have to cover the most ground on a consistent basis. Exactly. Wide receivers are running more in than hockey, five, six yards. Those guys are out there going full tilt for two minutes. And you try doing it like boxing. end to end, right. end to end, 200 exactly. feet. Exactly. So I don't want to hear about you can't do this to players. Yes, you can. This is the championship to go to the Super Bowl. 
You think 15-minute overtime period is going to... No, because you know what? You won't have the bitching that you have now over the stupid calls and the missed... In, the, you know, there, there are people in Arizona. There's a, there's a, a, a senator in Arizona, I mean in, Arizona, in, in Louisiana, yes. who wants the NFL to replay the game. And they should. It was the most blatant miscall. No, I know, I know that, Tony, but it was the most blatant miscall in the history. And it wasn't like there was other things obscuring the view no. of the referee. There, there was two line judges right there. The ball's going. It's one-on-one. -on -one. It was so exactly. obvious. And again, I didn't care who won. I, see, I don't want to see games decided like that. You know, if you're going to check to see if a guy's got two yes. feet in and take 10 minutes to look at it, that play required 10 seconds to review. Right. Right? How long did it take to see that that was blatant pass interference? Right, and an, everyone else could see, except for the guys that are actually getting paid to watch and the I game. And I understand they missed it. I understand that. But here's the other problem that I had. Gene Steratore, who I think was a great official, does college basketball, yep. did the NFL. Now he's one of the guys who's retired, and he's an analyst, and he gives rules opinions. On the Tom Bra in the Kansas City game, the Tom Brady-Kansas uh, City Chiefs game, Tom Brady got... Was, was, did not get roughed. There was a play where the, an arm came over and right. hit Tom Brady on the shoulder pads, mm -hmm. okay? Barely. Barely. Uh, no, he still hit him on the shoulder, still but that's not him. a penalty. No, it's not a penalty. That wasn't a hit to the head, and it certainly Correct. wasn't a hit to the helmet or yeah. the face mask. No. no. The referee throws a 15-yard roughing the passer penalty, yep. which helped prolong a drive. So I'm not saying I'm rooting for once. I'm saying those kinds of calls, where all you have to do is look at it, and realize that they made a mistake. And here's the biggest problem with that play. Gene Sterator then says, well, you know, sometimes the referee misses it. There's seven people on the field. Right. You know, you, how many times have you seen a play where there's like six flags come out at one time, right? On the, so six people on the field saw the same penalty or, or some major infraction, and they throw their flags out. So the referee is the only guy who can throw a flag on a right. roughing the passer? So I have a question regarding that, though, because there are certain um, times where a, a penalty is reviewable and others where no, they're, they're not. No, they're not. Penalties are not reviewable. No penalty, no no penalty, penalty is, reviewable. is reviewable. See, that's wrong. See, that's the thing we were. I was saying last night, too, and Tony was kind of saying this as well, but on a penalty like that, right, something so blatant, or if there's a penalty that's affecting a game like that, the, the people in New York are watching. Everyone's watching this game. The, they should be able to buzz down to the referee and go, hey, hey Jim, I think you, you, you missed this one, throw the flag. This is blatant pass interference. Exactly. Because That's it. Ref, Done. Because the ref doesn't always have the best viewpoint. But here's the problem. I'm telling you what the bigger Wait, problem MP, is. Everyone Let me agrees. explain the bigger problem. Everyone agrees. All right. Gene Steratore defends the referee. I understand it. Maybe the referee did miss it. But how did everybody miss that? And by the way, even if everybody missed it, Somebody saw it. Yes. Somebody, Somebody And did. so you know what you do? What do they do with most penalties? They all huddle. Right. right. They all get together. Yep. And sometimes they're sitting there and they're like trying to figure out the number. They couldn't stop it right there and say, did you see it? Did he really rough him? Because everybody was screaming. Right. And so it's something that's easy to fix with very little time wasted. That play could have been seen. They could have... They could have huddled. Somebody from New York could have said, hey, that wasn't roughing well, the passer. And then you don't have to call a 15-yard penalty when it's, it's not called. a 15-yard penalty. Once it's called, though, is there any way to backtrack it? No. No. See, no. that's the problem. No. No. But to, to my point is you can't use it for every ticky-tack right. call. No. I'm talking about you know, if, an, if a turnover is a major play and you review it or a touchdown or out of bounds or a spot on the field and you can stop the game and review that, why can't you stop and review 
blatantly. And again, I don't want to. I'm not ripping the refs. They miss calls. Yeah. But when they're that obvious, and all you need to do is to see one replay, one angle. That's all you need. You don't need 15 angles to see because there were some really. And I'll say this about the officials and the and the challenges this weekend. Every single with the Patriots game especially, every single challenge against them or or questionable call, they got it right. They got it right on the on the muffed punt that looked like Edelman missed it or looked like he hit it. Yep. And they got it right. Yeah. After they watched, that was a play you have to watch 15 over and times. Over and over because again, it looked like angles. it looked the, every single angle except for one showed that it hit him. It looked like it would hit him. Yep. But when it showed that one extra angle is, oh, it's clear as day. It yep. did not touch what? him. That's a huge play because they picked up the ball and ran it in. Now, they would, they would have had the ball at that spot if it was, in fact, a muff punt. They wouldn't have had the touchdown. Correct. But they were in great field position. So if that's important and you can spend and you can use 50 angles and watch it over and over again yep. to get it right, and they did. They got that call right. They got every play that looked like a close catch or a not catch. Every single play that was reviewed they got it right with replay. That's what you want. So that's so a, you can't get penalty plays right. Right. And if New York, if New York is watching the game, if everyone's watching these games, right? Even if they don't see the referee throw a flag right away, they buzz down and go, "Hey Jim, throw the flag. That was a blatant. That was blatant pass interference. You have to throw the flag. Like, he should be able to tell but, the but referee. They, don't, they can't see that. I in understand New York. that, but they, I, there's people watching the games. Not in New York. They can't see what the guys on the field see on every play. They, we, they see the television angles. The people on the field see the. Right. The actual and when play. you saw the when you saw the ball being thrown to that sideline with no one there but the receiver and a D back and a D back running straight into the wide receiver, everyone on this planet knew it was blatant. Stevie Wonder saw that's that play. That's what I'm play. saying. Okay, it, and that's the other thing too. That the, the, the worst part was it wasn't like there was several different players around impeding the, the referees. We know view. it was it the was most one on one thing. It's it, it's. By what, the way, we want to remind everybody that their lines are open right now. If you would like in, are on we have this open conversation. lines? Yes. Jack is there taking your calls right now and signing you up for extended home insurance. If your <laughs> if your homeowner's policy Not. doesn't have like a three hundred thousand or four hundred thousand one million one million dollar liability clause or rider. But if you would like in on this conversation, please dial us right now at six one nine nine two four nine eight seven four, and Jack will pick up the phone, and you can exactly you can purchase insurance. In. But no, I mean, it just it seems like such a simple fix. It is, and I, th I fix it in two minutes. Yep. Did I say two minutes? You said two you minutes. Did. did I not fix it and in two minutes? And this part of it was only 45 seconds long. And then tell me this. How is anybody out there? You could just tell me, what I'm, tell me how I'm wrong. What's the sign about prove me wrong? There's a guy that sits yeah. outside with a sign. There's a whole bunch of memes for it. Prove me I'm wrong. I'm so-and-so. Change no. my mind. Change my mind. That's right. Change my mind on what the two fixes I gave you to fix the NFL. Roger Goodell, I know you're listening. I mean, I got anybody who's anybody listens to this yeah. podcast. My sign says, Catch me outside. How about, how about that? that? So there you have it. Anybody in the house, Eric Cohen, do you agree or disagree with my consensus on the two NFL? I know, were you, were you actually listening to my two NFL? Uh, did I not give you the easiest fixes? Absolutely. It, because it's just as important as a guy stepping out of bounds or not getting two feet in. That now, non call changed history. I have a question. I'm not saying that there was call, it was determined the outcome of the game. The Leon rule. It was the Leon Sticker rule when the Flyers, when the uh, New York Islanders got an offside Leon Stickle. goal. Who Leon Tony Bruno, because you know these things. It took quite a bit for them to allow the changing of 
the ruling on the field regarding um, touchdowns. Because they looked at they had a lot of angles. Right. Because uh, by the way, in most regular season games, they don't have that man. This is a championship game, so they got a gazillion cameras there. But what I'm saying is that what what would it take for them to change these rulings? Because it, it would took take a, long- a guy it would take Roger Goodell to listen to this podcast, sit down and say. That son of a bitch is dead on. <laughs> that son of a bitch, bald, no good, dirty, rotten bastard Tony Bruno nailed it. He nailed it. Give that guy a, 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 a lifetime contract. Give me a max out deal. Give me a uh, give him give a me wa- an Aaron Rodgers deal. Give him an award named after him. Oh wait, you're I'm ready to get that, that next month. I believe I should be in trying Let's not stand on ceremony here. Yes, I'm not standing on ceremony. I gave you a fit. Did you have a better fix? You, want, you wanted the college rules, didn't you, Luigi? You wanted the stupid college rules. Oh, don't rules. you dare put that on me, bro. I saw a lot of people I'm in online. the same exact boat as you're in, all right? I think you might have act- we might have actually written the same thing verbatim because I'm with you on all this. I'm exactly with you on this. If something has to change, it needs to be done. And they'll do it. I guarantee one thing they will do for sure, they will change the challenges of blatantly missed calls. You have to. Yeah, but not because people will say, well, wait, Tom Brady, somebody had a face mask on him and it wasn't called. A lot of those are too close to call. If a guy grabs a face mask and, and, and actually moves the guy's head, you got to call that. But, the but if somebody puts that. their hand near the face, everybody screams, there's a face mask. How many games have you watched where somebody, oh, there was a face mask there. And then you see the replay and there wasn't. But a lot of, when it's blatant, you call it. That's the thing. We spent 45 minutes trying to see if or if or if it or if it wasn't a catch, right? We spent 45 minutes on that. Can we spend five so by seconds? The way, let me repeat. That was not a catch, Des. No, that was not a catch. But Calvin Johnson caught it. Yes. Calvin Johnson <laughs> did catch it. He got hosed. <laughs> and all I'm saying is, if we can spend 45 minutes arguing about if it's a catch or not, can we just take five seconds to just say, "Yeah, I was pass interference. Throw the damn flag." Exactly. That's it. That's I mean, it. that's it. As as uh, as Clubber Lang said. In Rocky, whatever one of those Rocky, Rocky three, throw the damn flag. No, he didn't throw say throw. No, hey, that wasn't Clubber Lang. Who was Clubber that? Lang said, "Hey, woman, that was Apollo. That was Apollo's. Oh, that's right. And that was in Rocky four. Throw the towel. I throw the damn you. towel. Throw the damn towel. Throw the damn towel." Yeah, I don't know. I, I told you, I've only watched Rocky hey, one, and the last time I saw it was 1976 when you, it was released. I told you were supposed to come see Creed two with me, man. I won't see Creed. The only, I won't even go see. I'd rather go see Creed, the rock, the Christian rock group, than go see a Creed boxing movie. <laughs> I remember. I remember someone asked me a couple years ago. I'd rather go see Creed, Maroon Five, and uh, who's the other group? Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback. Someone asked me a couple years a ago. Nickelback, Creed, and Maroon Five concert. Now then go watch Creed in a movie theater. Someone asked me. Someone asked me a couple years ago. Stop me in the gym. I'm, I'm not kidding. They said dead serious. You know the hypothetical dead serious question. Gun to your head, Nickelback, Creed, what, is you, what do you say? And I go, pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> I swear to God, I said the same thing. That's not, that's... Uh, now, that's do we have any... Good. We do. We have the fabulous Jose from Norristown. We haven't spoke to him in two months. Let's I go know. to the damn phones, I'm Jones. been home for 44 minutes. I'm Jonesing. I'm, I'm Jonesing for Jose. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, and let's make some noise for the man, the myth, the man who changes his avatar picture every week now, sort of like I do, the great Jose... From Norristown. What up, y'all? What up, Brunos? What up, Luigi's? What up, Cohen's? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Cohen's, did you say? What up? (laughs) Okay, Poppy. What up? You too, (laughs) y'all. What about about Jack in the back? 
That's what I just said. What up, Jax? And Roots. What up, Roots? Not Roots, Chris. And I can Andrea go for one of them sizzling and, uh, fillets right now with that Hawkins butter. And oh, everybody. Man. Exactly right. What up, Quills? <laughs> Quills is at home. You know who's here tonight, though. Uh, Doug, Doug McGregor's here tonight. The great Doug McGregor's Ooh. in the house. What up, McGregor's? <laughs> not Conor McGregor. Not, Con- not Conor. No, not, not, not the great Conor McGregor we all know. Dogs, yo. Who the Thugs. fuck is that guy? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Jose, let's get down to the business, shall we? First of all, before that, it's been do you, you, heard my, you heard me fix the NFL in two minutes. Your thoughts as a man who studies professional sports and all of its intricacies to the next level. Well, for starters, can we give them one of those? You want me to give one? Because from what I saw, all two games with refs were ha- were being Stevie Wonder Wondernized. Wondernized. That's Stevie Wondernized. That's a, that's a that's an actual phrase. It is. Yeah, it is. I did not know that. You now know. So basically, they were blind looking at these clutch calls in those two comps. No, they miss them, but you can't... You, listen, you can miss a lot of things, all right? I mean, Luigi misses a lot of things all the time. Always. But that you can't... You, even if you miss that Luigi call... Camera too. Even, even if you miss the call, it's blatantly mm-hmm. easy to fix in less yes, than 30 is. seconds. Other than that, other than that, Jose. Other than that, uh, in other news, um, while you were gone, I said, what up, Kristen Austin? What up? Not here. No, he's there. No, he said it while he was, Kristen came over and and, uh, helped out with the show while you were gone. Oh, that's right. Kristen was here last week, right? Yep. No, we were here. He wasn't, it was two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago. Yep, and uh, and by the way, yesterday was a milestone. Was a milestone birthday in Austin land. There wasn't milestone birthday. It wasn't yes. yesterday. It was Saturday. Oh, you mean your daughter's birthday? Yes, the great Kimberlyn Austin. The great Kimberlyn Austin turned a quarter of century old. Dude, I know. She's almost getting out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, that's that's. <laughs> very oh, and I'm not talking about your daughter. I'm not talking about your daughter per se. Who do I look like, Bob Menendez? No, he might prefer some much younger. I hear you. But I'm talking about the wheelhouse. I can't believe house. you just said that. You really? That's, see, that's you know, you know that wrong. line? You know that line? Oh, you, you and we told that I'm line. not talking about your daughter. I know you're not, but you I'm just... talking about the age, the appropriate age to dabble oh, for an adult Bruno. male. Everybody. For an everybody adult just, consenting male. Everybody listening and everybody here just cringed. You I didn't cringe because cringe. people know what I'm talking about. Well, you know what you're talking about, but they just you just it was like it was too closely associated. It is the jacket. See what happens? <laughs> you put on a Liberace style jacket and you automatically channel your inner flamboyant toxic Do masculinity. You know what I just realized? Tony, Tony, this is this is gonna be your thirtieth Super Bowl, right? Yes. And I'm going to my second. And Tony Romo's only going to his first. Oh I just realized that. Exactly right. Thank you. Thank you very much. I just realized I'm going. Well, I've been to more Super Bowl than t- Tony Romo has. Tony Romo, by the way, phenomenal job. Is doing a phenomenal. And I said this when I first heard. He's a natural. Jason Witten, his teammate, sucks. He doesn't suck. He's just not good. There's a difference between sucking and not being good. Oh, okay. 
He's not ready for this yet. He's not ready to be big time. He hasn't worked his way up. He's not ready to be on Monday Night Football. That's, that's, a, that's a showcase <laughs> game. He should be doing like one of the, the seventh Fox game on a Saturday that nobody's watching and is only on in two markets. You know, the old Chris Myers games, I used to call them. Right. Chris exactly. Myers would get like the, the, he'd be on the lowest Jacksonville, title, so. Cleveland. Exactly. Right. But, By the way, everybody's coming. They're like, surviving Bruno. Tony, you dirty old man. That was creepy. Tony, just shut your mouth. Yep, stepped on a turd, Tony. Yes, I did. Everybody. I've done that most of the time when the cats, you know, they go in the box. For the record, walk. for the record, can we just say that Tony and Kimberlyn have a fantastic of course. stepfather-type daughter relationship? Well, now, there's some dangerous stepfather-daughter really? type relationship. Yeah, so. you don't I've seen movies that. about that stuff. You do You've not been in movies that. about that stuff. I've been in movies. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just, I just want to set the record straight. Oh, people are, um, uh, Dean down in Tampa saying some really bad stuff, but I'm not getting into no. that. We're not going to go there. I just want to say for the record that Kimberlyn and Tony no. have a fantastic. You're not stating for the record. You're stating for the law, Robin. Yeah, That's what law. you're doing right now. I know. We we all Tony knows that that was not what he. We all know that that's not what Tony meant. But. Exactly. No, we all do. If anybody, oh, but it was still creepy. <laughs> it was still creepy as hell. It was still creepy as <laughs> But people know my intent. What's in my heart? Yes. If somebody what's asked me today, what's what, in my heart? What's all, people say to me, what's wrong with your brain? I said, my brain is all right, but my, in, my inside is dead. What I'm dead turn, inside. He turned into the cowardly lion from, 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 uh, from the Wizard of Oz. We yes. said, my heart. My, my heart. heart. My heart. I'm dead inside. What can I tell you? It happens when you get older. No, this is what happens when your brain Put is your working food. way faster than your mouth can keep up right. with you. Yes. And so you say things, and this happens to you all the time, where like you have a thought that goes like through your head, and then your mouth says something, and it's not. Well, unlike Jimmy Kimmel and all these uh, night t- nighttime uh, comics who have 45 writers to write their five-minute monologues, everything's like, this Quick. is not a script. The only script I had, and it wasn't even a script, it was notes on my NFL fixes, so I could get it in. In two and minutes. nail it in two yeah, minutes. Which looks like it's written in perfect Sanskrit. I hate it when you nail it in It's two cursive. Minutes. Most women hate when you get nailed in two minutes. I understand that, but I hate that's it. luckily Frank Thomas is there at night going into gyms and hitting on yeah. middle-aged white chicks to help their husbands. Hey, look, it's the big hurt. It's the big hurt. <laughs> it's the big hurt. Why do they call you the big hurt, Frank? You, you can still play, Frank. Yes, I can, baby. It's so bad. Jose, Frank uh, Thomas. Yes? Your thoughts. Have you seen the Frank Thomas late night, uh, hey, uh, why don't you get your husband some well, of this? I'm the big right. hurt, yo. Yeah. No, it's like yeah, women who, not, there's like women, middle-aged, like, MILFs. Right. You know, sort of hot, middle-aged chicks. On the way to being gilfs. Yeah. They were, they were, they were, they're MILFs. And then one of them takes his cuckold husband into the into Yeah, the, it's exactly the, what they are, Into the gym. And then Frank Thomas walks in, and somehow women who probably have never seen, heard, or had any clue who the hell Frank Thomas is. That Frank Thomas was a Major League Baseball player and a damn good one. They recognize him immediately. And then... Two-time he, MVP, 96 and seven. I love the big hurt. White Sox. Although, you know, White Sox fans many years used to call him the big skirt when he wasn't putting up the numbers that they expected. Yep. But I never did that. Yeah. Sort of like what we'd be the doing in skirt. Philadelphia <laughs> if they signed Bryce Harper and he uh, doesn't hit three home runs in a game. We'll be ripping him and reminding everybody how much he cost the Philadelphia Phillies, because that's what we do. Am I right? That's the, that's the fan in us, yo. You're damn right, man. So what about the, uh, what about the Hall of Fame inductions? 
Jose, you are you you what agree? What up, Doc? What up, Doc and Mo and Moose? Exactly right. By the way, Kurt Schilling, your thoughts? Uh, well, um, uh, on Schill, well, for Kurt Schilling not to make the Hall of Fame by percentage votes, he's going to have to wait one year and get one of those too. Yeah, but I mean, he's not going to get really one of Mussina those. over him though. I mean, I like Mussina, too, they but not over Schilling. They both belong in. But Schilling is one of the greatest postseason pitchers in baseball history. Yep. With the money on the yeah, seriously, when yep. the money's on the line right there. This guy's got three rings as a pitcher. The bloody sock, too. Don't forget the bloody sock. Well, the bloody sock the bloody is sock. legendary. Who that hasn't had a bloody sock in, in, the Bronx, their, in their house at one time or another? What up, socks? Exactly. No, Kurt Show. You know what? And I'm going to I'm going to explain it when I when I break down my uh, my Hall of Fame stuff. And I'll tell you exactly why Kurt Schilling's not in the Hall of Fame. Because all of these other limp-wristed stinking writers. writers and talk show hosts and PC punks who are afraid to tell PC to be a punk. straight shooter. <laughs> See, nobody wants to be a straight shooter anymore because they're always worried about the PC cops coming yep. down on them. I shoot straight from the hip and I use facts. And I'll give you the facts. Because, because great, you spit them like the best of them, yo. He was, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I used to get a ch- the Kurt Schilling thing. Kurt Schilling is not on the Hall of Fame for one reason. It's because. Because he's outspoken. He's a conservative, that's why. Because he's a conservative. Mm-hmm. Which is like being. Oh, wow. Other it's people like being, are already saying that as well. It's like being a kid wearing a Make America Great hat in Washington, being the actual criminal while racists were spewing all kinds of vile, homose- uh, homophobic, uh, anti-Semitic, uh, any kind of vile hate speech that you could ever imagine, throwing it at that kid, and then some guy who was claimed to be a Vietnam veteran. Actually, you know who was in Vietnam, who's more of a Vietnam veteran than that, uh, uh, that Native American guy who's a real Native American? Robert Downey Jr. No. Who? Jane Fonda's been to Vietnam <laughs> more than that guy did. Hanoi Jane has been to Vietnam more than that fake Vietnam veteran. I've been he to served Vietnam in the military, more. but he was like an electrician. But I still thank him for his service. But don't tell people you went to Vietnam and try to give sob stories when you lie. Was you you in, lie. Was you in the shit, man? I was in the shit. That's what they say. Was you in the shit? I yeah. was in the shit. Anyway, that's my point. Kurt Schilling oh. is, in, is not in because the limp-wristed media in this country, most of them just panty wastes who don't have balls but have the sanctimony to pretend they're God in determining people who play their entire careers and that they're going to determine whether or not they fit their qualifications, their own personal prejudices, and that they're going to keep somebody out because how dare he? How dare Kurt Schilling not toe the company DNC media hack lines? It has nothing to do with how he played. Nothing. No, of course not. Nothing. Just like Barry Bonds. Yep. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are Hall of Famers. Yep. Without ever. But the problem they have, and they're being judged, and they only have three years of eligibility each left. You know that? No. Bonds and, and Clemens have three years of eligibility left. Then it would have to be a vote of the uh, old timers of Veterans Committee. The reason the Bonds committee. and. Here's the reason they're not in the Hall of Fame. The same reason Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame. He broke the rules. Pete Rose gambled on baseball, lied about it. They banned him for life. Clemens, who was a great pitcher, didn't need juice to be in the Hall of Fame. 
And Barry Bonds is one of the greatest hitters in baseball history. Didn't need juice. But you know why Barry Bonds took the juice? Because he wanted the greatest record in all of sports. Because he was jealous. He was jealous that Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were getting their balls washed nightly on every TV network when they were hitting jacked-up home runs with corked bats and... And all this other crap. But again, they keep them out of the Hall of Fame. But McGuire, Sosa, and Bonds literally saved baseball. Yeah. They saved, they, they revived the game. But what they did is they sacrificed their bodies to try to be, a, because remember, it's their Bonds choice. Did, Bonds is one of the greatest players of all time. He was in no matter what. No matter what. He was but now be he's out because he was too selfish and he was too egocentric because he wanted to have, he, he got. He got tired of seeing guys like McGuire and Sosa who weren't even in the same league as him as far as a great player. No. He saw them getting all the love. And so put yourself in a position. You're the best player. You see guys getting their balls washed every night on media. And you're saying, you know, what, what, what about me? What about me, bitches? Right. And that's what happened. Right. So he started juicing up and he started hitting 70,000 home runs a year. And he broke the all-time record, which is tainted. It's tainted. It is. And he wouldn't even have needed the juice to probably beat Hank Aaron's record. But think about this, though, and I, and I did a little bit of a stat check on this, and, and forgive me because I'm not going to have the exact number in front of me. Who are but, you, the mainstream media no. now? Well, yeah, sources are... are I'm, I'm, can you I'm, confirm your sources? I cannot at this time. But if you think about it this way, what Bonds did when he hit, the, when he hit 73 home runs, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, they never pitched to Bonds. And if, no, they that's, did, that's right. if they did, he only got one pitch to hit. So any time that he actually got a pitch over the strike zone, he hit it out. Remember, he walked over 140 times that season. He had 73 home runs, and no one ever pitched to him. They only pitched around him. They would only throw him one pitch a game, and he'd have to hit that ball out. So if he swung, he had to hit it out, and he did every single time. It's remarkable. I know. We saw it. Did you? I, I saw it. Okay. I, I seen it as my friend. I'm just saying, it's remarkable, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm That's telling it. the baseball writers are sanctimonious potters. But what they did do is do something right, and I must commend them for that. Really? What's that? For the 83 years that they've been voting, the Baseball Writers Association of America, on Hall of Fame inductees, deciding who goes and who doesn't, because they have that kind of power. They're more powerful than Congress, the Supreme Court, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Donald Trump, or anybody else. The first year of eligibility, you know who went in? You know who the first class was in 1936? Who's that? Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth. Honus Wagner, Babe Ruth. Babe Solid Ruth. three. They all got high marks. Babe Ruth got 95.1% of the votes. Not everybody. Somebody left him out. Who, who leaves Babe Ruth uh, at all fame? Honus Wagner, another one of the all-time greats. 95.1% of the vote. Ty Cobb, even though he was a scumbag off right. the field, he was a great player. Sure. Some would say the best. He got 98.2% of the vote. He was more voted in than Babe Ruth was. They, no. all, they got voted in. They go in. It's only Three 75% of the vote. Yet, that set the precedent that, oh, we now must never, ever... Give 100%. Give 100% unanimous vote to any baseball player for the next 83 years. So guys felt compelled, one douchebag here or there, and I used to rip them on national radio all the time. When anytime some writer would keep out a no doubt about it Hall of Famer, I'd get them on the phone and I'd rip them a new asshole on national radio. I would rip them. I would run a train on these people on TV. Placido Polanco, though, Tony, did receive five votes, one for each one of his foreheads. 
<laughs> so, so there you go. The writers did get that one in. By the way, we have one of the baseball writers now. Oh, you do? What do you, what, what, where we is have, I have to find him here. I have special secret tape. By the way, we still have Jose on the line. We do this to him and Jim. But he's learning. I'm giving the update while he's on. That she should feel honored that I said I was going to hold the Baseball Writers Association stuff. This is a very important segment. It is a very important segment. He's part of history. When we keep him on hold, because his phone is staticky, we get to hear the static the entire time. I love this little static every once in a while. But anyway, we have one of the baseball writers. I'll find him here in a second. Here I have on why he didn't vote in the years he was voting on anybody unanimously. Uh, 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 what was the... Uh, it was Helter... Uh, not Helter Scott. Oh, there, that one. There you have it. Gotcha. That's your answer. That describes the baseball writers. As, not all of them. Many of them, my friends, Jason Stark and these guys are brilliant, and they know the game inside but there, out. there are some writers who have... They want to play God. Well, not they only that. Play it's a God, God but, complex. Yep. But it's probably some interview that they had with the player, and they felt dissed or disrespected mm-hmm. or whatever. Kurt Schilling like, got fired from ESPN for giving an opinion that wasn't PC. That's how whippified and pussified this country... That's why guys are wearing pussy hats. Because they are pussies. About, That's why Gillette is making sure that men will never shave again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on my way not to doing that. But how about this? And how about forget about the writers voting? Just let the players vote. No, this just is let it. the former players vote. Because the players know less about the game than the writers. Let's really, they're the ones who played it. But no, they no, don't but know. They're not other watching players. it. It's like these. It's like when you give NFL players Pro Bowl votes and they vote for their friends. Yeah. You think NFL players are like fantasy guys? Like you would sit home and know every stat. So, they, they just know guys who are good. So let's ask know. you, Tony, like how, like who should be the voters? The baseball writers should vote. But they should also, and this is why I want to praise them now. Okay. Because what they did this year, for the first time in 83-year history of voting for the, they actually put somebody in unanimously. They finally broke their water, so to speak. They finally busted their cherry. They finally got deflowered. They finally got some balls and oh, put in a, damn right. They <laughs> finally got some cojones and put in a guy unanimously who should be in unanimously, Mariano Rivera of the New York Mets. So he'll of be the New York the Yankees. Answer, Yankees I mean, of the New York Yankees. That's about, obviously. It's about damn time. And so if he doesn't go in unanimously, nobody should go in. Mm. So now, now that they've done this and they finally got rid of that stupid... They, they've entered the 20th century. Unfortunately, it's... Eight, 19 years into the 21st century. So they're a little uh, slow on the uptake. But have well, you ever seen a lot of baseball writers? They're slow at everything. <laughs> they can, the only thing they get fast to is the buffet line for hot dogs and ice cream in the press boxes. And it used to be better food. It, it was great food back in the day. Jose, am I right? Yes. You're yes, damn sir. right I am. You're right. Thank you. Jose, where Amen. are you calling from? A submarine? I know. It sounds like you're like calling from like a... a Bunker. Bunker? I'm in, my, bunker. I'm in my uh, Jose lab downstairs in my cage, yo. The Jose lab? By the way, Jose, I gave you props earlier on your great new avatar picture, man. Yes. That's legit. Is that a selfie or did you have something? Did you. you get that professionally shot at the uh, Glamour Picks? Photo that myself. By the way, Glamour Picks. We, we need to, we need to uh, give, give a shout out to. Um, 
Who's it? Who's the uh, voiceover dude, Tony? Jim Cutler. Jim Cutler, the fabulous Jim Cutler. We're watching a video of his, and in an emergency in an airport, what does he use for an emergency voiceover? Emergency booth? voiceover. He went into one of those uh, chambers that you see where women can go breastfeed. Have you seen those <laughs> in airports? They have like these like self-contained rooms where a woman could go in in privacy. Yes. And, and, like, and breastfeed their child. Well, apparently it makes a fantastic... Yes, the acoustics <laughs> inside there are not just for suckling on a TT, not just for sucking on mommy's tatas. It's brilliant. It's, it's to go in and do... I may yes. do some voiceovers when we go to Atlanta yes, in the Atlanta to, airport. We need to, when we come across a breastfeeding booth, yeah. we need to go inside and do... And get an busy. Emer- yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that too. But... but in this case, I want to see what the acoustics are like. I want to see what Jim Cutler's saying, what he's talking about. I wonder if I went in there with two women, what would happen? What would it sound like? Two chicks at the same time, man. Well, you know, they do have that breastfeeding fetish. Maybe that's what people think you're doing. Hey, if it's there, you drink it. Exactly. That's why God made mother's milk. Have you ever tasted Absolutely. Milk? It tastes very... A little mother's milk and maple in the morning? A little maple. <laughs> ready, ready you know, you're, you're out of half and half. <laughs> you put a little maple in it. Put a little mother's a little milk. in that the coffee. It's very... No, you wouldn't like it because you don't like sugar in your milk and breast no, milk. No, right, seriously, I, when my, my wife obviously had three children and right. she breastfed. So, you know, we would pump some out and put you, it in the fridge. And she had three children. How many do you have? <laughs> That's the question. Well, three legitimate ones that I know of. Now, did you sample? To this oh, yeah, of course. Every husband whose who's wife breastfeeds I like, samples. I would try some. Yeah, you have it's to. Very, it's way sweeter than you think it That's is. That's fine. That's right. I, I like, it's like soy milk. Uh, no, no, but Similac no, 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 no. is it's, much better, though, right? It's not soy milk. Similac. You know what Similac's good for? Mixing with cocaine. That's why they have it Boy, well, you got to cut it. You got to cut, yeah, yeah, cut, cut it. You got to cut it, man. You got to cut it. They have Similac locked away in stores because dope addicts go in there and cut their, their, their drugs with their it. Their cocaine. And, and what do they call it? They cut it. You gotta get what it's called. It's called yeah. cutting it. I know. The cocaine. You know how much dope I've okay. done in my life? Not enough. We are gonna let Jose <laughs> yeah. go so that we cannot have the hum in there on our lives. Oh, lines. I know. It's brutal, bro. Jose, always a pleasure, you, sir. Yes. Always a pleasure. No problem, Joe. Take care. There he is. Let's give no him problem. a roaring round of applause, Luigi. I can the great Jose from Norristown, PA. That humming noise in the back is killing me. Yeah, though, no, bro. it was really bad. So yeah, if you're gonna hum, at least sing the song too. Mike Walakowicz. I hope I said that correct. Walakowicz. No, it's He's Polish. Walakowicz. He said he said he sampled. Why are we the ones that sound Polish trying to pronounce Polish last names? Danny Dow said, "What kind of question is that, Robin? Of course we sample." And they use vitamin B12. They use all kinds of stuff. I'm not talking about cutting drugs. I'm talking about mother's milk. Yes. If you're a man, might as well be talking about if you if you're a man and and you've been the honored to have your wife present you with a child which you both conceived by the way you're both responsible for except in the immaculate conception I'm which a is man. a rare instance I'm 40. of no uh, copulation uh, you want to try mother's milk in fact if there's any man out there and I mean a real man not the uh, not the uh, toxic masculinity guys. Or the exact opposite, which is, unfortunately, most men today. Tony, I did a shot of Vladimir live. I'll drink anything. You know that. But I'm, I'm not saying you drink somebody else. Although there are guys who drink. There are women who lactate. In fact, I saw a movie, Lactating Latinas. Right. Who lactate. <laughs> and then the guys come and they want to they do some suckling off the uh, TT. I, I have access to several sets of different female breasts. 
but none of them are lactated at the moment. Right, so I because need to you only lactate when you have a child or you continue to stimulate as if your body doesn't know. Because if, if nobody's, oh, uh, if nobody's, draining, pregnant, if nobody's draining the boob, that stuff runs dry. Now there, that uh, kid gets tapped wait, out. There is it's like a, a keg. There, you can keep pumping that once it's tapped it's out. It's all head. It's all head. It's all <laughs> coming out. It's all head. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's kicked, man. It's all head. There, <laughs> it's bad so head, too, you know, by the way. Hey. There are rare instances Skunked. where a woman does not need to be pregnant to actually start lactating. Uh, well, because I don't want to get anybody pregnant to try this stuff. I mean, you can't just try somebody else's. Who's no, there's lots of there? moves. There's, uh, again, I... I'm not like the people in D.C. where Pornhub is now getting records amounts of hits. There's nobody's going to do but jerk off. What Did you hell? see that? The government shut down Pornhub's businesses through spiked. the ceiling. It that? spiked like 30% in the first Beautiful. day. Well, what, wow. were you, what would you do if you're in, in Washington and you're looking at Nancy Pelosi? You're not going to look at her and whack off. No, you're going to go home. You're and, sitting in an office. You're going to go home and jerk off. That's what exactly. You're do. Or at least in a hotel room. Anyway, Jose is gone. He's gone. You would you, would you, since we're talking about uh, lactating, uh, we, we do, yeah, well, let's talk about some redheads. <laughs> because you, you know that. Speaking another, of lactation, right? That's another fetish. There's nothing better than a mother engorged with milk and freckles on the tatas. <laughs> let's go to your redheads, our really superheroes, <laughs> and your. I used to be a ginger. I did. Well, I still am, sort of. No, you're not. And we miss her. You're no Carson Wentz, let me tell no, you that right now. But if you look at my childhood photographs, I was a total, total ginger. It's just over time. I don't know. Like I've that. seen that the drapes do not match the curtains, or the rugs do don't match give the drapes. Away all my damn the drapes secrets. don't match the. I forget what the line was. Nobody has, a, nobody has carpet anymore, anyway. It's all hardwood floors. It's all hardwood floors. <laughs> and if you know anything about it, it's all hardwood. It's all hardwood. Or that, or it's all hardwood, or it's like a ceramic, or right. you know, no, 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 it's all yeah. tongue and groove. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Give yourself a yes. roaring round of applause. Hey, for I that. appreciate that, Tony. Let's go to your update. <laughs> Redheads, a superhero update desk, and a woman who once was a ginger. No, I know. But I preferred Marianne. Here she is, Miss Robin. <laughs> Dateline. Fucking Christ. Right here, right now, I'm talking from experience. It is now scientific proof. We have proof, Tony Bruno. There's more proof of this that, than there is of climate change. All right, let me just say that right now. Are actual 100% superheroes. So a recent book named The Big Redhead Book, Inside the Secret Society of Red, and it was published by Aaron La Rosa. Are you sure those Russians did this because they're red and they're commies? No, it has absolutely nothing to do with it okay. because a lot, most Russians are not redheads. They're like dark-haired or blondes. I've seen Russian redheads. Do you know where most redheads come from? Uh, Ireland? Yes. And Who didn't know name? that? What is my Just go to name? 2nd Street. Here in Philadelphia. My maiden name, Maloney. Dude. Just saying. Um, but there are natural and biological advantages to, for gingers when compared with every single person out there. And let me tell you why. Why? Redheads are real superheroes. They are blessed with the ability to bear up shock and pain way more than anybody else out there because they have a special gene mutation called MCIR. 
MCIR. M- Isn't that a new bank that just bought out uh, Wells Fargo? <laughs> MCIR <laughs> is a gene mutation that is also the cause for the red hair. It is What's the cause for the things on Carson Wex's neck, though? Does it, does it go into that? Because well, I'm concerned about the young man. We have to be at a, this point. For somebody that's incredibly uh, pale, and certain ethnicities do have a higher instance of what cystic do you mean, you acne, which is obviously what... That's not acne. Yes, it is. It's called cystic. Yeah, it's called right. STD. acne. It's not an STD. Will you stop that oh, stuff? Oh, I'm What's sorry. What's the matter with you, well, man? Sources have told me because from the locker room that he's been, you know... No, you're stupid. That's the. I'm not stupid. Yes, that's. Were you trying to get a job writing for one of the local publications? Exactly right. Throw shit against the wall. It's a joke. Take it easy. All right. Well, Jesus, Chris. I'm not wrong. I'm joking. Okay. No, that's you're still wrong. (laughs) I'm not wrong. What's that, Jack? They're called skin tags. Those aren't. No, those are skin tags. I have skin tags, but you get a thing and you burn them off. No, it's yeah. You get a blowtorch and you burn those suckers right off. They're cysts. They're like acne. Exactly. Much deeper. Anyway, McGill University had a study, and the study concluded that redheads are 25% more resilient when compared with other people's hair colors. And they even found that when redheads have to go under general anesthesia, Mm -hmm. on average, the anesthesiologist has to increase their anesthesia by 25% because they are so strong. Wow. Did the one tell you that? Now I won't be able to, like, uh, slip you a Mickey. No. (laughs) This is why I can put up with all your bullshit. It's because I'm, like, 25% stronger than any other woman. No. It's called Valium. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) No wonder why Bill Cosby never got charged by any... No, wasn't there a redhead that accused him of the 50,000 people who came forward uh, 50 years after the fact that uh, led to him going to jail? She was totally fake. That was a fake redhead. Anybody with a real redhead can put up with all... Listen, I love all-colored care. I love all-colored people. I'm not a fan. No, not a fan. They're that's not a fan. They're probably not. Handle strong women. No, I can handle strong women. That's probably because they're not a fan of yours as well. Everyone's a fan of mine, Tony. I'm not a fan of the ginger. Just not. Oh, you didn't, how about I, Angie? I, I find that be fickle and just. How about rude. Angie Everhart? Mike, well, who the hell's Angie Everhart? He, he, he you don't know who like Angie ginger. Everhart is? She's not I a have. real redhead. She's, yes, she is. Amy Adams is. Amy Adams is a redhead. Care about Amy Adams? She's a basic broad. Oh, that's real nice. Jessica Chastain. That's right. She hasn't been relevant in 20 years. Tawny Contain. Tawny Contain slithering on that car. Was it a Porsche? Or was it, it was a, 35 uh, years ago. Mike says, I divorced a ginger. Hate him. Exactly. Wow. Well, you know. What even, good does a ginger? Give me one good ginger. Carson Wentz. No, he's not a good ginger. He's, yes, he's injury he prone and a freaking no, cancer in this goddamn not. city. Give me a good ginger. Give me one. And don't you dare Danny, say, don't you say to goat Brian Scalabrini because he's off the list. You can't go to White Mamba. Danny Dow said there is something very special about redheaded Absolutely. women, which I found through personal experience. Thank you, Danny. And he's not talking about me. <laughs> there is more. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Redheads are superheroes. Yes, they yeah. are. You're goddamn right. But sorry, we, we, we tackled a lot of topics tonight. Yes, we did. We pretty much covered almost all of it. We spanned the globe to bring you the constant variety. The agony of defeat. And the agony, which and the is the agony of victory, <laughs> which is this podcast. Exactly right. So you're leaving Andy me. Dalton. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, Marvin Lewis would like to choke that ginger. I'll tell you that right now, okay? <laughs> so we'll be heading to Atlanta where the players play. Yes. That's where you'll be heading. Yep, we, Saturday, right? We are going to be loading up the truckster. The family truckster, the family for truckster real. on Saturday morning, making the 10 to 12-hour drive, depending on who's driving. And, uh, well, I know one thing. Luigi ain't driving. Nope. No, I, unfortunately, Luigi is going to be only out there for three days. He's not going to be out there for the entire time. So the family truckster is going to be loaded with you, Who me, does that? Jack Who in the back, and Christian. Um, we've, we've had How that. are we going to fit four people in all this crap? I'm, I'm going to be like, uh, I'm gonna be like a, a Mitt Romney and have to put the door dog on the roof. Well, actually. And a rocking chair. Speaking of which. Who we, put the, no, it was in uh, Christmas Vacation, right? Christmas Vacation, wasn't it? Or no, it was one of the vacations. Oh, that's right. There's something about Mary. They had, Grandma was on the roof in a, in a rocking chair, right? No, that was, that was uh, one of the vacation. That was one of the vacation yeah. movies. That's what I yeah. said, dog. That's so, right. We, and Edna was on the roof of the yes. family truckster in a rocking chair when they were going. Uh, was that family vacation or Christmas vacation? That was the first one. That was the family vacation. Yes. And they were going to Wally World. Right. Yes, that's right. And the dog and gets killed exactly. and everything. And then Mitt Romney started putting animals on the roof, and, uh, well, and the Russians came and they took over the country. And animals on the roof, but we will have a big roof cargo. Ah, you motherfucker. Sorry, I <laughs> just played by accident. I'm sorry, played by accident. Like a big roof cargo container exactly. thing. Exactly. We'll have like Peace. one of those extended, uh, it will look like one of those uh, hoopties rolling down the yes. street. Yes, we will have a hoopdie on the roof. I'm going to put some mud flaps on. I'm going to get some spinning wheels. Whatever happened to all those spinning you wheels? Know, Spinners? We yeah, actually, remember that? We saw something really, really cool. We had some guy, we were on the freeway the other night, and they had like the glowing blue on Yeah, the neon. That was big a few years ago, the neon underneath like the cars. That. No one's really doing rims no more, man. Nobody's doing the slippers clean. I don't care about the rims, clean. but I like the glow, the blue glow underneath the car. I don't like that at all. It looks like a hovercraft. See, that's why things are getting worse in this country. We went from this 22s, you know... Everybody 22s, had 22s. Right. They were rolling Sitting on. Sitting on 22s, of course. And then everybody had, then, then the spinning rims. Remember those? Yeah, spinners, yeah. The spinners. The Charles Brewell made those things spin. Oh, man. And now, like, people are just Now boring. people are just driving Priuses. They're driving Pri Priuses and all of these other girly cars. And they're wimp-ass, no-good, dirty, rotten scoundrels. But we appreciate them. <laughs> and we, uh, we mean no disrespect when we talk about the people that we mock on the show. It's all Wait, no, good. we are not ready to go yet because we did not talk about our fantastic... There's several sponsors yes. that we didn't well, talk I mentioned about. Sky Energy well, Let's USA. talk about them now. They will be loading us up. They're bringing a tractor trailer, a caravan, a convoy down no, to Atlanta. They're using UPS or FedEx or whatever. Will you stop blowing my uh, buzz here? <laughs> there will be one of those gigantic Maersk trucks, M-A-E-R-S-K. You yes. see the ones that you're on the roads? I've they pick them up in the containers. The sea boxes, yes. We see the Maersk uh, ship. All down on the Delaware Docked, River. Yeah. They pick those babies up with a crane, and then bam! They slap those bitches right down on those 18-wheelers, and away they go, like Jackie Gleason back in the day in Miami Beach. To the moon! Exactly. He's going to be there. Well, is that coming down, Ed Luisa? He, unfortunately, because he, the, you know, his granddaughter is right. going through this thing. So, so he is sticking close to home because of this. He wants to be close to family, which we of course. totally, totally We did the understand. same thing over the holidays. Exactly right. So, but he is providing 
the Tony Bruno show with crates and crates mm-hmm. of Sky. So once again, the Tony Bruno show is going to have the best swag. You're damn right. We everybody that's anybody is going to be coming over and asking for Sky Energy once they realize one how fantastic it tastes and two that it is full of chock full of B vitamins rather than all the other crap in other energy drinks. Exactly right. So um and they will be our official sponsor. They are our official sponsor. Um, go to TonyBrunoShow.com if you um, are unable to find it in your store. Now, Louise's got to get which, out to work, but you got, we got a quick story. We you have got, a you quick have story. So one of our fantastic uh, truck drivers, because truck drivers love to listen to this show, just like everybody mm-hmm. else, but especially on long hauls, you know, they, they, they want to be entertained. Especially when you can't find a lot lizard, you know, at one of those, uh, <laughs> what are those truck stops called? It's a big one. Uh, Jetro, and there's another one. Travel something. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. The truck stops all over the, the great fly, highways. The flying, Bo- flying Dutchman? It. No, that no, was no. a ship. Anyway, so he drives a truck. He's listening us to talk about Sky Energy drinks, and Correct. what did he do? And he, he, he drives regularly from Philadelphia down to Orlando and Jacksonville, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, for the last, like... Three months that he's been hearing us talk about Sky Energy, he's been going across, trying and stopping in local stores. Because it's not available everywhere yet. Not yet, but it's starting. And he had not been able to find it. And he's like, Miss Robin, I have tried now for the last three months to find Sky Energy. I really want to try this, and I can't find it anywhere. So I mentioned it to our fabulous Ed Luiso. Guess what happens? What did he do? The very next thing that this gentleman knows, he has an entire case shipped to his home so that he can try it. And for the time being, until he can find it in stores, he is now a personal shipper for oh. said you like truck that? driver. You like that? That's actual tape when he got his first Sky Energy drink. Now that is That's customer, customer service, service that right? And then we have tape of him right after he drank his first ever sip of Sky Energy. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. It changes you, Tony. Yes, it does. It changes you. Woo! So there you have it. Sky Energy. Go to USA Sky Energy. Or Sky Energy U.S. Is it USA Sky Energy or Sky Energy U.S.? Just go to TonyBrunoShow.com. Yeah, you'll see it on there. And it's right there. Just click on the can. You can find it directly. And if you're there. not so drinking breast way. milk from your wife or friend, you want Sky Energy. There's me drinking breast milk, not Sky Energy. And if you are in the Delaware Valley, please check out Domenico's. That's right. What's the address on, on Frankfurt, Frankfurt, Frankfurt Avenue? 7153 Frankfurt Avenue, located in the beautiful Mayfair section of Northeast. Let oh. me tell you, when the fabulous Michael Irwin sees oh, yeah. these, and he actually like steps out from behind He called me his end years ago in San Diego. And says, dude, what, what are you wearing? This was actually, he was mentioning it to Luigi, because Luigi had a fantastic double-breasted mm-hmm. blazer thing going on last year. And first he said the famous line, Luigi, when he saw you. What? What was the first thing that Michael Irvin said when he saw you and I introduced you? Oh, when he said the, uh, oh, this. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. No, Michael Irvin pulled me over and said, that man knows how to dress. Get over here. And then he goes, Tone, that's my man. And then Tony came over and he's like, this is, my, this is my assistant producer over here. And then we got to talk. And then we, Tony and, and Michael and I just, we, we talked about some fashion for a few minutes. And then Tony right. 
And uh, Michael got into a few other things that I'm not going to get into. And he called me as N. He did That's call more me. important. Yes, he did. That may have been one of the most endearing things someone's ever said to me. It's just, you don't realize that's impacted yeah. my life. Oh yeah. And I'm not joking. I'm being serious here. How many guys get? To, how many white guys in this country who are now public enemy number one? Although I probably I should do a DNA test because I guarantee you I have more. If I have. I have Nigerian more African blood in, blood in my do. system <laughs> than a lot of people who claim Seriously. to be. I'm like, oh, well, you know those things on Facebook now, those little games like where will you be in 10 years or right, whatever it right, was? Right. Well, apparently, I'm going to be African-American with a little African-American family, and we're all going to be wearing matching PJs in 10 years. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be. It's about damn time, man. So ain't nobody got a brother well, car like I do because it's in the stars, bro. Right. From somebody that is um, 100% Sicilian, both his mother and father from Sicily, he's first-generation American. I guarantee you I, I got African roots. you have more African in you than I do, and I have like .02 Nigerian. Do you think you got African roots? Hell no. No, I don't got any African roots. You're a many guy. I don't think so. No, you're not I'm a many guy. Get the fuck out of here. I'm exactly. I wish I had more because that way I could actually get a tan. You can tan better, yeah. yeah you could be Rachel Dolzell Ugh. and then run the NAACP. Yeah, Meanwhile, but and also Switchboard Live, ladies you. and gentlemen. Their Switchboard Live is also one of our great sponsors and because so they excited. allow the video stream of this podcast. And you know who's going to come on the show when we get back? The fabulous Ryan Haas. Our former he was on intern. Me last night. He was on the show with you oh, last night. Fantastic. Well, he is going to come on the show and talk about the new sports section um, via Switchboard Live. And anybody and, and he's going to talk about all the different things that you can do with like any there's so many different opportunities. It's the ultimate. It is. It's the ultimate video distribution platform. You put ten cameras in, you feed one stream in, and then yep. bam! You don't need to have 50 billion megawatts or mega gigs and all the other well, crap. Well, here's the other thing that people don't understand. Like, data. Like, normally when you do a Facebook Live and you're trying to use, like, any kind of better equipment than just doing it from your phone, every single time you do it, you have to re-enter the code and you have to put it in there and then you have to make sure it's working and it just takes forever. Switchboard does all of that for you. Yep. You enter it once onto their site for every single Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is that you're doing, and then all you do is hit a button, and boom, boom there even it is. Even Luigi, it's so easy, even Luigi <laughs> exactly. can do it. Even a caveman could do it, and I have done it. I've been doing it, and I look like a caveman right now. Yeah. I do. It's so Robin likes the beard, but I don't like the beard. I, I like the beard. I got this whole Bob Seger thing going on right now. It's starting to go. No. You got a whole Schifozo thing I going do. My, on. I right do. If my now. mother saw me right now, she smacked me. Three ways towards freaking Saturday. That's Damn how bad my, my I may wind is. up doing that too. Oh, 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 I mean, oh, 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 oh. Huge, huge news. What? Harry Mays is going to be on Radio Row with oh, Tony right. Bruno. Where's the breaking the news sound? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello? Why did we Jeez. not mention this before? Because we yes, didn't know. Harry Mays is going to be with Tony Bruno on Radio Row interviewing the biggest, most fabulous celebrities on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we are going to be there sans Harry on uh, Monday, Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday. And, then and we're still going to be getting great interviews and all that. But the busiest days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which is when Luigi will be there so as well. So Harry and Luigi will show up at the same time. Exactly right. Well, but they only we, care about Harry showing up. I mean, we're going to free, may have to freeze you out, man. That's okay. So tell your I'll just family. go hang out. It's fine. It's totally fine with me, bro. Tell your family, tell your friends, you need to take off those three days before yeah. the Super Bowl so that you can stay We'll probably have home. a blizzard here by then, and we'll be in Atlanta, and they'll probably get iced over down there like the last time they had a Super Bowl. But you know what? 
We're doing a job. We got a job to yes. do. And, and you we're going to do it, baby. We're going to be like on Radio Row for like probably live two to four hours, depending on what's going on. We never know what's going to happen. It's kind of like semi-controlled chaos. And um, we are going to be on there. And it's in my, that's, that's really where I'm in my element. Semi-controlled Not the criminal chaos. element. <laughs> that was the Raiders and the Steelers back in the, uh, in the 80s. Dean says he wants a pass for Radio Row. He's actually going to come up. Is he coming up? Dean, if, if you drive up, I personally will make sure that you get a pass for Radio Row. It'll only be a day pass. It's only a day pass. Yeah, you ain't coming pass. there every I damn day. I can't get your credentials because those are long gone. But. And our good buddy, uh, good buddy Jeff EMT down there yes. at Disney World in Orlando. He wants to come up as well. And I, this is what I've said anyway, that every good Tony Bruno show, because of the craziness that goes on, we all should have an on-staff EMT anyway. We should. We really should. It's safer meantime. that way. Meanwhile, in the meantime, okay, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen. We have to close music here. We got a lot of business here. We man. do have a lot of business, You think bro? this is just some slapdick podcast? Well, not, by now, no. I yeah, used to, in I the mean, beginning, I thought it was a little bit, it but is. now it's sweet. You think this evolved. is a Joe Rogan thing? <laughs> no. No. Mike, Mike well, Wallachowicz says, can't wait. You guys are great. Dean just looking for fresh tit milk. <laughs> exactly right. There'll be lactation down there in Atlanta in the clubs. You got to pay a little extra for it Super Bowl week, though. Rest of the year, hey. $10, $15, a nice uh, couple of swallows. What, what do they call it when, uh, <laughs> when Uber and Lyft uh, Oh, uh, Uber uh, Prime. No, what do they call it when the, when, what they call it? No, when no, they, when when they raise the rates. People peak. And go, peak. Surge. surge. It's, it's surge rates. The girls have surge rates. I guarantee, sur- you, <laughs> the, I guarantee you the lap dances will be surge, surge rates. And splurge. Surge and splurge rates, man. So we'll see everybody next week. We'll be live, Radio Row Atlanta, Super Bowl number 53, my 30th. And I'm sure the entire town will be painting the city red or painting whatever the hell they want to paint. And I'll be busting a move down there, rolling on anything I can roll on with the pimps and the hoes and the regular folk too. (laughs) So be careful out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't get medicinal marijuana and drive. Tell all of your friends and family. And share the else. share the show. Share, share, Sharing share the show. is caring. It's not costing you a damn dime. Share the damn show, or we'll tax you at a seventy percent tax rate next year. As Larry Campbell just said, sign off already and go to bed. Yes, you know what's uh no no. <laughs> I got one thing to say to him. What do you got to say to him? Well, you have it for me there. Oh, hold on, it's over here. <sighs> uh, where the hell is it? I got so much stuff here anymore. Shut the fuck up and go outside. Be careful, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in Atlanta.